You are now tuned in to The Four Sportsmen with Sean, Kyle, Ken, and Mike. We are the hottest new sports podcast on the planet. Live every week on Facebook and available for download on all your favorite podcast platforms via Anchor. What's up? What's up? Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of The Four Sportsmen. This is episode number 11. We think. We think. Could be 12. We, yeah. We know. Well, we, t- we were on a little hiatus last week, so we took a little break, but we're back. We're all back together. We got the, the band Guess back together. Back. And okay, let me go ahead and introduce us once again. If you if this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is... Where the is- hell have you been? That's all I yeah. got to say. Yeah, you missing is, out. Uh, this has been this we're is close a, to three months deep into this bad right? boy. Yep, and we're gonna get only deeper in this mm. bad boy. Oh, That's yeah. what she said. Deeper. <laughs> so, <laughs> my Both name back. is Mike. <laughs> yeah. My name is Mike, aka Wheels. I'm Thunder. That's my computer making noise. Sean is my first name. <laughs> Thunder is my nickname for some reason. I don't hit bombs. In the okay, that's enough talking. I'm, uh, my name's Ken, uh, <laughs> aka Dyson here, and to my left is Kyle, aka Ghost. And I was uh, missing in action earlier. I thought you guys were going to start the show without we me. So, I'm happy. To, so we were aiming for eight. Hey, you were, you were we doing some important stuff. We, we, always, we always say ish. Yeah, you know, stuff. let's 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 start our icebreaker and then we talk about. All right. What happened? All right. All right. Just, let's go. All right. So uh, it's it's my turn to do the icebreaker. And since mm-hmm. this week is kind of a unscripted version, uh, random version, this icebreaker is completely random. Oh. It has really like nothing to do with sports whatsoever. <laughs> like um, the first week? Uh, kind of like the first week, yes. Inside here, boys, inside this cup, there are four topics. These topics are questions that you're going to have to. You, you all right? I'm good, man. Okay. I'm on mano. Pa- I'm having anyway. Having anyway, dead air time. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick a topic out of here. It's gonna give you a random topic. I have the question, and you're gonna have 30 seconds to answer that question. Oh, and then, and then, and then, anybody else could join in. But this is solamente only the person. Solamente. Uh-huh. See. Okay. So who who is wants to go first? Right? I will not go first. All right, I'll go first since I'm right next to you. Yeah. And so, you got to read out loud th- what it says. What did it say? What did it say? It's All like right. being in school. Go, I know, again. right out of the nerve. <laughs> Elephant in the room. All right. Okay. Your question is. <laughs> what? Your question is, if you've been given an elephant, Kyle, you couldn't get rid of it, what would you do with it? <laughs> if oh I was God. given an elephant. And you couldn't get rid of it, rid what of would it? you do with it, Kyle? What would I do with it? Ready? 30 seconds on the clock. Go. I'd ride that bad boy, too. <laughs> yeah. What else would you do? I would actually make sure I'd try and, you know, hopefully it's a trained elephant. So then it can actually, you know, squat down. I'd get on its little thing, you know, so it's foot and lifts me up with his trunk. I hop on the back and I'm like, yeah. If it was Dumbo, I'd fly that bitch. We don't have enough room in this bad boy for flying. But, hey, you know. Well, we didn't say which room it was. It could be any room. Oh, you know what we didn't say? Maybe I couldn't ride it because maybe it's a tiny little elephant. Okay. Pick me elephant. It's a tiny elephant. All right, that's enough. That's (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna. Anybody else want to join in? I did. Okay. All right. (laughs) Me, moi. All right. Read it out loud. Stinky elevator. (laughs) (laughs) What is stinky elevator? Stinky elevator. All right. right? Okay. No stinky escalator. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. Would you rather be trapped trapped in an elevator full of men with incredibly bad BO 
or three soaking wet dogs. 30 seconds. Go. That's easy. Three soaking wet dogs. Why? Because I can handle a dog smell more than I can handle oh, a B.O. smell. Dude, They're slobbering dogs. all over you, running all over the place, stuck in there. Yeah, some dogs. I'd kick a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Get off me. No, I, I would. I'm sorry. I just can't. I would be rude. I might fight somebody. I might okay. fight somebody. I might say something. <laughs> so, since I'm in an elevator with, since I'm in a room with three stinky dudes right now, I mean, I'm. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, oh, on that note, fine. The, the game was tied, and I came That's out of the shower. Thing. The sharks were losing. Yeah, but kay. it didn't end that. But way. you showered. Two great, two great topics still left. What do you got? I got. Wedgie time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh if you could wedgie any historical figure, <laughs> who would it be and why? It's <laughs> a good one. You know, wedgies are a pretty serious form of punishment. I'm going to wedgie the shit out of Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, it's just like, dude, you, he only deserves the worst. I think he deserves it. You know, like, yeah. like, like you know, Nicky when he's getting pineapple shoved up his ass? <laughs> wedgies are like the next best thing, I guess. Could you imagine just going up to Adolf? The little hey. Nicky reference. Or for her or whatever. This <laughs> 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 is what you get, you son of a bitch. No, no. I, I think I think that the wedgie might be the worst childhood like friend punishment you could get. Yeah. So might as well just pull Hitler's pants up his ass crack and see how he likes it. Like he pretty much did Europe. All right. Oh. And my question. Wait, wait, no, I'm I want to know, know what the first thing yeah. is beforehand. What? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I'm just it's sure. question mark sweater vests. <laughs> My question is to myself, sweater vests, are they ever acceptable? Now, this is a can, this opens up a can of worms, boys. All right, like sweater vests. Like Maybe. Mr. Rogers sweater like vest? Like Mr. Rogers sweater vest. When is it appropriate? I used to have a sweater vest. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you wore. So when did you wear it? So, yes, so <laughs> did you pop the collar? Did you pop the collar under? Did. You did pop the collar. Okay. So people growing up in the in the or 90s, that's a, it's acceptable in the 90s. Uh is it a grandpa's? Grandparents? Grandpa's? What about one of those puffy like kind of at like workman sweater vests? Like the Marty thing. McFly? Yeah, like the Marty McFly ones. Those aren't really sweater vests. Oh, okay, that's I guess a vest. That's, that's like that's the just one a that vest. Like you, at, at, you said Okies or at Nino's. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Nino's, yeah, you see those or all the time at Nino's. I would say golfing would be appropriate. If you're back that's bands. the only one appropriate. <laughs> if you're what? Back <laughs> bands? Yeah, if you're golfing back in the 1880s. <laughs> anyway. All right. Hey, well. Right. Totally different. Yeah. And that, that as, as right. the weeks go on, these are going to get more and more different. <laughs> so good. I like it. Cool. Um, have so a little now, fun. Yeah. So now we have a lot to talk about. But we'll, we're still going to try to keep it within our usual time frame. So we'll start off with our rapid fire. And something I think that needs to be talked about is all the way on the East Coast with the Jets firing their GM today. That was weird. Um, and my question is, how are you going to go through a draft and the majority of an offseason and then decide to fire your general manager? Especially when you made some great moves, I think. Well, I from mean, what I read, it stems from... His decision to sign Le'Veon Bell, apparently the rest of ownership and management weren't mm. on board with that. And But to me, it's like you let this dude draft, you let him fill out a good portion of your roster through free agency, and then you let him go. Right. It's a bit odd. Well, and, and, you, and because a GM and a coach got, have to have a good he marriage, and the fact that Adam Gase became, is now the interim GM – which Adam Gase, 
I don't know. The Jets didn't even hired him as a coach. I mean, he's failed everywhere he's been. And now you're going to make him be the talent evaluator for that team. I mean, they had a good draft. I mean, they got Quinn and Williams. They got C.J. Mosley, you know, during the offseason. They did some good things. They put together a good roster for for Adam Gase to coach. And then they got rid of the GM who did all that. It just makes no sense to me. There's something else going on in that front office that's scheming. And I feel bad for, what's his name, McKinnon or Mike McMahon or whatever. So bad. I mean, that's just weird. Yeah, it was. And now if you're Le'Veon Bell, how do you feel hearing that Adam Gase didn't really want you and he's your head coach? How do you feel about that? Well, and didn't he post about that? Didn't I saw something during earlier, popped up on a, probably one of our yeah. your Bleacher Reports or something? Yeah, I yeah. saw something about yeah. that, that he was kind of mentioning that. Yeah, That's and then they just traded. They just traded some guy too. They traded Darren Lee to Kansas City. Yeah, they did uh, for, for a sixth round pick in the twenty twenty draft. I seems to me like a team that has no direction, and nope. just it's, when it's things were getting Jets. bad for the Giants, now the Jets sorry, are buddy. go in there and kind of. <laughs> Still, yeah, sorry, buddy, our sorry, friend, buddy. New York, God you have the lead. you have the butt fumble curse in that town. That is the, what it's going to forever be. New York has a it curse. Period. Period. Yep, yep. Well, but, oh well, too bad. Too bad. But what else we got? Right? I can't see my East favorite. Coast bias. All right. Okay. So next is the XFL TV deals uh, with Fox and ESPN. That's huge. I don't know if you guys saw that, but yeah. the XFL, which is another one of these football leagues coming up, headed by Vince McMahon, signed multi-year deals to be broadcast on ESPN. And the NFL or in the uh, Fox networks, which that's is fun. huge. When you look at what the AAF did, their first week was like broadcast mm-hmm. nationally on CBS, and everything got mm-hmm. pushed to like the NFL Network mm-hmm. or CBS ESPN or whatever it was. Ocho, and, <laughs> the eight. And these games are guaranteed to be on. Like they have slates, so you're going to see every single one of their games broadcasted on one of those networks. And I think at least two of them are guaranteed a week to be on ESPN or Fox's flagship network. I think that's huge. I think that's a huge step going forward, something you didn't see with the AAF, which in my eyes shows that they are not willing to let this fail after seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they have the backing of two of the largest sports networks, at least in the country, if not the world. Right. Yeah, I, I think the big problem with the AAF was that you couldn't find it on TV. I remember sitting down and watching it because I actually wanted to give it a shot and see what these guys could do. And... Uh, you couldn't find it on TV, um, which which really hurt them. Do we know what days the XFL Saturdays. is going to play? It's going to be Saturdays. It's going to be uh, Saturday, Sundays. Because so I don't even know do, what days the AFL is. is, is it's, do, it's after college football, right? So it's not going to interfere um, with college football season, right? It's either That's yeah, it's yeah, January. it takes it's it's a spring league. Okay. It starts the week after the Super Bowl. Okay, so keep you going to have football. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. It's supposed to be, I believe, a 10-week season with a two-week playoff. and then. What's the player pool look like? There's only four teams. They haven't gotten that far, apparently. Yeah. But they're still, fill, fin, still filling out their um, teams, their franchises. Yeah. They've announced, I think, a majority of the head coaches and GMs, but they still have a long way to go. But they have hmm. something like eight months. Maybe it could be something like Any Given Sunday, you know, like the Al Pacino movie, like that kind of league where they just beat the hell out of I each know other. They, I, I know <laughs> and nobody gets look, mad. They're going to look at filling it out with undrafted guys and practice squad guys. I think the goal there is to get um, to get it very similar to a developmental league. for. Uh, but is that going to sell? Like, is, is that going to sell? They, they, need, they need players. They need dudes that are going to get people to watch. I don't want to see a bunch of practice squatters or guys that have been cut from the NFL or guys that are on their last leg of the NFL, they need to somehow 
steal some guys from the NFL. And I don't know how you can do that unless you pay them a buttload. Well, but that's like, the thing. It's like they've already talked about the budget, and it's not going to be great. But, I mean, it might be enough to price some guys from the CFL, get some of these guys that have been out of football. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really wanted to, you can make a run at <clears throat> – at some of these guys, Johnny what? Manziel, maybe. What, but what makes it different from the AA? Yeah. App? Like, yeah. What is going to make it so different? Money. This money. It Vince McMahon and his partners have much more money, I think. Than so it's AAF not going to look low budget. Because I think when you, even when you watch AAF, it looks low budget. Well, like, yeah. The XFL is not going to look low budget because of all the big names that they have. They don't just have CBS. Like, not just trying to knock CBS. It was the, when it was on CBS the very first weekend for the AAF. AAF. Double AF. That's what it should have been. The double AF. It it looked good that first weekend. Everybody's all excited about it. They're all pumped about it. But then as soon as it went to their CBS on demand and all those other things where people had to pay for it, no one one watched it. And that's where you didn't see as much happening. It was kind of like we were joking about ESPN. And is is NXFL going to have them in um, better arenas too and venues? That's another thing. It's they are in, I believe, out of their eight teams, six of these are their venues are NFL venues. The New York teams in MetLife, the Seattle teams in that shit. Not Quasar Stadium. No. (laughs) It's Um, like Quest Field now, I think, or something. Yeah, it's Quest Field, and then the Tampa Bay team is in Raymond James Stadium. Um, That's cool. Well, that'll give you a better look. The team in Texas is playing at Globe Life Park, the Rangers, and then. The L.A. team is in the StubHub Center, which is where the Chargers are playing right now. I think they'll get more people than a Chargers game? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a lot. It, it's going to be interesting. Like yeah. I've, I've said before, I'm a advocate for more football. And hey. if it works, great. I think the Bro. first iteration could yeah. have worked had the networks not gotten scared and had their games not been oh, running up to oh, yeah. right before oh. Saturday Night Live, which screwed them over. Segway. So they're not going to be playing in the Smoothie King Arena? Where the New Orleans Pelicans play? Ooh. Ooh. No, nope, it's not arena football. It's so, real football. you know, speaking of the New Orleans Pelicans, we had the NBA draft lottery yesterday, and I think uh, everybody left that, n- watching it was left speechless and really, really upset about what happened. So let's talk about it a little bit. So NBA draft lottery, okay, in the past what it's done is Obviously, they've taken the, the worst teams in the league and they've put the, the, you know, put the top 11 in this lottery where they would draft. Basically, it looks like a lottery ball would come up a little shoot and they'd spin it. And your chances were better if you had the worst records. And that's what everybody assumed was going to be happening. But this year is the first year that they decided to not televise that part mm-hmm. and just bring out some envelopes and said that they did this drawing somewhere Back else. Back door, 30 Back, minutes before. Yes. Yeah. So... The New York Knicks, who had the best chance, they were actually tied with three other teams. They had a 14% chance along with the... Help me out, guys. Remember those two other... Uh, uh, the other bad teams? Yeah. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, Suns, the Grizzlies, and then... And the Cavs. Oh, no, Wasn't the, the Cavs? The Cavs were down there. The Cavs... The Cavs yeah. aren't even picking in the top five. Yeah. Uh-uh. And, then, and then the Bulls had a 12.5%. So those are the four teams the that Bulls. thought, you know, with their chances. The Lakers, let me just remind you, they're my, my favorite team. They were actually had a 2% chance, and they were supposed to get the 11th pick. So what happened yesterday was a huge debacle. The Knicks, who had thought, everybody thought that Zion was going to go to the number one pick, ended up getting the third pick. Uh, the Lakers, the Pelicans, Ford. and Pelicans got the number one pick. They were supposed to be picking in the, after the top 10. Um, it was just a huge mess, um, which leaves us a question. What do we feel about the draft lottery? Is it right? Is it wrong? Did they just did they just create a huge, huge 
um, mistake. To steal a word from my boy Dyson, I hate the NBA's draft lottery. Yes. It's the only sport, at least the only American sport that I know of, where the worst team isn't guaranteed that number one overall pick, unless there's trades or anything going on. My thing is, I'm a Kings fan, and we've been constantly one of the worst teams in basketball for the last almost 15 years, and not once did they get the number one pick. I think they only got the number two pick once in that span, and that was last year. Um, I, I hate it. I hate it, and I hated it before. I thought it was rigged before, and now now I, I, I wanted to make the argument for it being rigged, but I don't know why the NBA would want Zion going to New Orleans. Unless that's going to just flip the script up and it's going to be chaos draft mm-hmm. night because New Orleans will have the ability to move on from a certain somebody if they are hell-bent on getting Zion. But this is also taken into in not thinking about the fact that he might go back to Duke if he really doesn't want to play in New Orleans. Which he can. He has not talked to an agent. He has not uh, based, yeah. They were talking about today, who what's his name? Windhorse, Brian Windhorse from ESPN was saying that, uh, that he could technically go back to Duke. <laughs> what a slap yes. in the face. That would be horrible. <laughs> I mean, if that's hey, the case, you go there? so then if that's the well, case. Well, hold on. Here's the thing. You're a generational talent. Would you want to waste at least the first four years of your career? Okay, so AD wasted the four, first four years of his career there. Cat, uh, freaking LeBron wasted the first four years of his career. Well, Cleveland was winners within a year. But I mean, the, but here's the and point. so is day, AD. They can't here's do. the thing. If if now AD, if let's say this happens, okay, so AD stays. You don't think that Zion and AD are not going to make that a playoff team, make that something big? I mean, when Boogie Cousins was there with AD, I mean, I, I but I I don't see any way that that relationship with between Anthony Davis well, and the Pelicans is going to be. But here's the thing too. Let's let's look at it's a small market. Nobody's really even going to care if. Zion and AD are great, are good. They may make the playoffs. They may make a run. But small market teams, I mean, let's be honest. They, people wanted to see Zion go to the Knicks. They wanted, that's what should have been, and that's what would have been good for the league, would have been good for the NBA. And right now, these, these small market teams are getting these big-name players who are eventually going to either just butt leave or they're going to cause more commotion and, and, and chaos in the league and leave and not be a part of those teams, or they're going to do what AD's trying to do and dictate where they're going to go and split up and leave. So they're going to have a lot more things happening and there's, this is going to be a domino effect. Something is going to happen that's going to change this whole lottery system, I believe. And I feel like Zion go, not, not staying and going back to Duke is really going to turn the NBA on its head and go, whoa, what did we just do? What did we just do? We've got to change something because the best player that would have came in the league, made us a lot of money, put a team on his back, if you're is gonna, not coming to but, us. But if, can he do that? I, I mean, I guess he can. He could do that. But, like, should the league... Cave fix it by should the league the cave worst team in the league get the number one overall pick. But then you have but you see, look at market and his value. Looking at, from his perspective, go play New Orleans, great city. New Orleans is a great city when there's fan when their sports fans are behind you. But you're not the Saints. The Pelicans aren't the Saints. There's not that passion like there is for football. No Pelicans. But you look at New Orleans, which sports wise is a smaller market compared to the second biggest market in the world in New York. For some reason, that appeal there is there where these players want to be at. Pressure is sky high. Expectations are sky high, but it's New York. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, and I think that's a lot of the appeal for these athletes. But here's the biggest thing, and this is coming from being a West Coast fan. 
why do we want to see New York be successful then? I don't. I'm, I'm not, not saying that it will make them ultimately successful because they got a lot of. Yeah, the I, Nets are in a better position right now to be successful than the Knicks are, even if they get were to get Zion. Assuming what we know now without free agency and the season still with going the, on, just that I mean, just the it, the narrative has been changed, and that's the big deal. Is that all these spec, all these, all the speculation about Kyrie and KD, and if they had Zion, this would make New York. The speculation has changed, and what people don't like is that they're wrong. People don't like that, and all these um, analysts, these analytical sports people, are talking about this. This is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to change the league, and it's going to. It the, the the script got flipped on them last night. Yeah, you don't, and they don't mm-hmm. know how to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know because Kyle's right. You never saw people bitch about. I mean, you knew if you, Cleveland sucked, you're gonna go play for Cleveland. But hey, it's money. I'm the number one pick, regardless where mm-hmm. I go. I'm getting paid big money to go. But this was the one time where you had a generational talent like Zion, but a chance to go to a big market, and that really never happens in the first round. And then you gotta look at the other ramifications. Now Zion most likely will not be in New York. What's that thing? What kind of thoughts does that put in these upcoming free agent minds, like a Kevin Durant, who thought he would have that complimentary big mm-hmm. man there, and now you're like, I don't know. Yeah. If, I, if, if this can ultimately <laughs> completely change the what the outcome of what's going to happen in I, the yeah. offseason. I don't like agency. it when people like this, like when Eli did it a few years ago, like that whole debacle too, like. You play where you get drafted. I'm sorry. Like, you should play where you get drafted. If he gets drafted by the Pelicans, you know what? Play. Or don't sign, and then you sit your ass. Be like, a professional. Be a professional. Yeah. You got drafted. Do your job. All that stuff. You get paid money. Uh, getting back to the question on the draft lottery, I, I don't think there's any other way in the NBA to do it because the NBA season is way too long, and teams that suck figure that out within the first quarter or half of the season and tank tank and so this is a way to prevent tanking it's a way to say hey don't tank the most because even if you tank the most you could still get stuck with a high pick the seventh pick pick. so it's a way to limit that so if if the league is willing to cancel games which they're not going to do because we all know who's going to make the playoffs i mean this year it was a little bit better like it was better the kings almost did it like but generally you know the teams that are going to make it in the playoffs with probably around like 15 games left. And so I don't think we're going to get rid of the draft lottery. Yeah, I mean, I wish they would have televised it, though, because like ESPN did this big old thing where they had this huge number of all this crap and all this stuff kind of saying. And it would have been still nice. I like the little bingo balls. And that's why I said it would have been. It would have been. Not, it would have been okay if they would have just done it live. Then it wouldn't have been this because now you said the conspiracy theories are out. Four days ago, someone Scoop Jackson wrote something about the Lakers can get Zion. Could you imagine that? And they were that damn close. Thank God. You don't think that that people thinking like, wait a minute, wait a minute, conspiracy theory. I've thought this for the longest time. I think you know? people that really know me know I'm all about sports conspiracies. I don't think it's a coincidence that. You had the Giants and Patriots in the Super Bowl the year before you had the Niners and Ravens, the Harbowl. I think I think a lot of times these leagues set up what they want uh, through officiating and stuff like that. And it, I don't know. Need some mm-hmm. But anyways, we, we're getting, <laughs> our rapid fire is not very rapid. Right no, now. but hey, I told fine. you, unscripted today. Unscripted. Yeah, unscripted. unscripted. We have a lot to talk about. And uh, one of Kyle's boys, from his days back in the hood... <laughs> 
<laughs> the boys <laughs> in the hood are always fight. hard. Well, Who's fighting? He Again, is. In I, what, I, August? I know his brother. I don't know him. Okay. I know his brother. The slightly smarter one. The, I know. Slightly. I don't even I, go there because yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, the point is, is yeah. No, I'm excited for him because you know what? The Diaz brothers always get a bad rap. They never get that chance. I mean, it's a title when, fight too. When that, I know, and that's why I'm stoked for it because it's about time that they start getting recognized because they're good fighters. I mean, those guys can brawl. Period. Uh, they they can brawl. And they'll get bloody, they'll but they'll stay with it, and they'll laugh at you in your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what those guys. And that's to be honest, they remind me of the old school UFC. Why? why I mean, you, that's how it used to be. People mm-hmm. were getting bloody, broken. They were going until it was absolutely you were done. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the old school UFC right there. Um, but no, I'm stoked for him. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good fight. Hell yeah! I think I think it's gonna be something that. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't hyping or talking about. I mean, it just got but, announced, but it's... But I think it's going to start gaining some some steam on it because of the fact that, you know, the last fight Diaz was in was against McGregor, and that was controversial to the fact that, no, it was... Don't McGregor give me won the, that fight. But, was that two years ago? That was almost, uh, almost going to be three years. Three years, ago. three years ago. Three years by the time this fight goes on. But the whole... It is in August. I believe it's either July or August. Yeah, um, but the whole thing was is why didn't they have a third match every single time? UFC always does those extra matches, but Connor dipped because he was I, like, "I'm not gonna fight again. I'm not gonna do it." Because he fight knew because he knew it was, it was <laughs> right. I'm gonna go. It was, I'm gonna go in boxing. I think it was Dana White as well. He he didn't want he those didn't, fights to begin with. Well, he doesn't want Diaz. That's he my doesn't. Point. And and goes and back to what you were saying. It's exactly that they control what they want. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially something like that, you kind of pick who's fighting. But um, for the last. Two and a half years, Nick Diaz has said that he wants a big money fight. And I've said he's not the guy that's putting asses in seats in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So he's got to work a little bit more for that big money fight. And if Connor wasn't going to fight him, yeah, it's, it is what it is. I don't think Connor's the fighter he was, obviously. That's, that's what happens. That's why UFC is hurting right now. But if he was ever going to solidify himself as a big money fight, he needs to win that fight. Yep. Absolutely. Nate needs to do what he needs to do. I um, think it's going to be a great fight. That's going to be very entertaining. Pettis is a little cocky himself. He's really showy. And, you know, I think they're just going to be grinning back and forth the whole time, just swinging for defenses. It's going to be a good fight. I, I mean, I'll be disappointed if it's not. I'd be surprised if someone gets knocked out round one, two. But I think that one's done. That's going to go go for a bit. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then Corey popped up in our chat saying uh, McGregor dominated no. that second fight. Just because he was bloody. That's the thing. Everyone always looks at it as like, oh, he's bloody. No, the guy, those guys bleed all the time. Like they, But they still can fight through that. You got a paper cut. So I'm, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> those, I mean, that's just what it you is. You got a paper cut. They, they just, because they fought back in school, man. They've been fighting their entire life. That's all they do. They, they So no, straight up respect to the Diaz brothers. So, so. All right. Stockton Zone. 209 represent. 209? Uh, so let's... Do we have any beer? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. are some. Oh, I beer. actually... I do have beer in here. I have, I have some a beer. beer. break. Uh, since we, since we did have a, a, a break, I, I brought the extras from... Oh, man. You know, if, if, if we're going to move beers, on into dude. our NHL playoffs, I think we definitely need to pop one. I was well, just like... Let me rephrase that. We definitely need to crack one open. Not pop I mean, those, be- those cups. Did you want these? We don't need yeah, no cups. Because, we well, we can split them. Like this was... We, this, can, we, we can split them. We need cups. Yeah, because these are big, and they're... That's what she said. They're 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. I, I like this. So this is what I tasted last week uh, for my beer review. Did you ever actually put the review up, though? No, I just did it on... It was just a live thing. It was just a live thing. Oh, okay, got it. Because then Mike did one, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a lot that yeah. day. So you guys have did this. You did five. Well, I only no, saw I one. Know. Yeah. He did like two. <laughs> two, I think. It was. Oh, I don't. Smell like he only did two or three. Smell like blue raspberries. Um, smells amazing. Somebody it's good. Okay. Oh shoot! I shouldn't open this. When you talk like that, you think of your <laughs> Snapchat filter. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and another really, big news, Flint, Snapchat filters have been off the hook. Yeah. Flint, <laughs> I really did think about there. doing it uh, stone, cold, stone Cold style, especially because how excited I was for the game. But uh, anyways, all right, moving now, on to uh, I feel better Sharky. Now. I feel better now. Cheers. 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 Sharky. 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 They, 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 they finished off game three right before we went live in overtime, which that game was a hell of a game. That's it was good, a right? very weird game. Oh, let me taste this. It's an IPA, that's for that's sure. Yes. I like it. That's yeah. hoppy as shit. It's from Auburn. Yeah. It's Apple good. Bottom. Knee deep. What's, what's the uh, Tahoe what's the deep? alcohol? 8.5. 8. 8. That's, 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 that's deep. That's hoppy. That's deep. There is it's good, though. In there. I, I, say, I, I don't know. I smelt it like when I opened it's, it up. It says fruit and citrus. I said no, that. I definitely pick up like the hint of blueberry at the end of it. Like I have. Yeah. That's funny because that's when I opened it. I'm blueberry Jolly Rancher or something right after I take a sip. But you don't end up tasting it where it has that... Horrible hoppy taste, like which stays there forever. No, it's not bad. Blueberry, it's, it like, doesn't linger. It stays with it. So, Kyle, tell Stop. us how you feel Stop. about this game. You guys, first off, I just have to say, even though I was pissed off in the <laughs> Vegas Night series, retract, retract. I, no, I'm not retract. retracting myself because you guys all knew. Oh no, we were knew, all mad because it was something to be pissed off at to go three, to go down and be three and one in that series. And then to fight all the way back. Like, if they would have been knocked out that first round, that would have been flat-out embarrassing. Flat-out embarrassing. So they pushed. Then they had their next round. Freaking went through that. Had to go game seven. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought they needed to be get, get it done in game six. But, man, oh, man, oh, man, is this a series. This is a series. And right now I think the Blues and the Sharks are about to be, like, arch rivals here because of how many hits, how many things that are bad blood – how much they're picking on certain guys, how much it's just how much the the refs are just allowing things mm-hmm. to happen. I mean, there's mm-hmm. checks where guys there's boarding, there was high hits, there were high touches, there's I mean, it's there. There was an icing call that should have been icing, but it wasn't an icing call and they ended up scoring. So I mean, come on now. Yeah, I I agree and and they stole it tonight. They got outplayed. They got a little lucky. The refs didn't call a thing. And thank goodness they didn't call a thing because we might have got away with a with a winning goal there in OT. We stole that one because the Sharks should not have won that one. But they did, so uh, yep, it's over. over. Game yep. over. Sharks, 2-1 two, one. Two, one so, lead. lead. Uh, here's the thing, though, and I'm going to have to go oh. back. I'm going to have to watch, uh, watch it because I didn't really get to watch the, um, the actual review happen or the slow motion happen until I actually was here and watching it right now. Um, and while we were talking earlier during the rapid fire – I was watching it. I think he might have missed it. That's, that's what we said. That's, that's what, what, what I was trying to say. I don't think he touched it. Because if you watch it, just like anything else, whenever you see like the uh, basketball going out of bounds and you watch to see if it deflects or changes mm-hmm. the movement or the rotation, mm-hmm. that puck and the way he like kind of pushed mm-hmm. at it looks like he missed it. Because usually when you hit yeah. something when you're pushing at it, like your mm-hmm. arm reacts differently it looked like he straight up like it's like when you miss a high five exactly Mm -hmm. he looked like he missed it completely and and that puck was spinning and so when it Uh hit the the direction of it it. the way it was spinning was like this and for him to even if he even if he tapped it it would have stopped spinning it would have stopped and would have dropped 
or stopped and would have moved, but it would have dropped Stop, straight. Drop. Open up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. No, I, I agree, Kyle. I and I'm not trying to be a homer or anything like that. I, I agree. Like and can we talk about the dis- the destruction of the Carolina Hurricanes that the Bruins are doing well, on the other side? Before we touch on that, I want to touch on what we got going on in our chat really quick. Okay. Flying man in there uh, wants us to talk about Carlson ending his drought and finally Dude, huge game. On the board. Huge game. Huge he's he's huge the best times. skater. He's the best skater out there, and, and it's, it's been showing it the past few games. I think he's finally healthy. I think throughout the season, he is finally healthy now, and you're seeing what, what the hype was all about him. Because I, I never I, I would remember talking to my dad about this like I didn't see what the hype was about him because you never saw his quickness and he's putting it on display in these in this postseason well, it was great that, to see him and if he gets going dude you have going, Burns and Carlson uh, shooting his defense mm-hmm. and doing that and then if Pavelski can keep himself healthy and then you've got uh, did he have another goal today no he, he, have, no. he had a couple goal. assists he had yeah a couple assists but he um you keep him healthy. You've got uh, Couture, who is the best, best right, right now. now. He, he's a postseason he's MVP, a postseason right, MVP now. right now. He, he is on fire. And then you've got Hurdle, who is winning an un- unbelievable amount of uh, face-offs to the point that they're, like, getting frustrated with him because he's winning, like, almost every face-off he's in. Well, and he doesn't have any points this series. Like, figure that one out. All of his goals – Came up big in the abs. He has yet to get a oh, goal this the, in these three games. So just wait till he uh, hopefully gets on the, the board. But now and then Jumbo. Sorry. Jumbo. Yeah, huge game by Jumbo. Jumbo, today. Jumbo first time, first time scoring multi goals uh, in a playoff series for him. Um, I mean, this is this is a huge year for him, anyways, because you know that's kind of the writings on the wall. People are talking about he's thirty nine years old. You know, is he going to be able to skate anymore? Is this going to be it? Is this his chance to win? And, and you know, Dyson was saying it earlier, you know, with, with which we can say Greg right into this, the Bruins, um, you know, that's his old team. That's where he started off at. And then he got traded to the Sharks, and he's been with the Sharks. And now mm-hmm. now this, I mean. Right off in the sunset. Is this that chance that it could happen? We, so. were, just, we were just talking about conspiracies. I mean, that's, that's the conspiracy right there. But I mean, but it seems like <laughs> it seems like uh, NBC really was hyping the Blues. If you watch the show today, well, and that that girl, that, be, that yeah, yeah. but Coastin. but they're like repping the they were repping. But also the whole story of how the Blues were literally the worst team in the league, which in is crazy. January, right? In January, they were the worst team in the NHL, and they fired their coach, figured things out, and that would be a crazy story too. But I think it would be more East Coast West Coast to get San Boston and San Jose Boston? because Boston is going to be there. Coast, California, not LA. Versus Boston, because it's the ratings. hurricanes are horrible. Ratings, well, but, uh, they're saying that the ratings have actually gone up in hockey. Because the games of, have been great, the, dude. Because of all, I'm a hockey awesome. fan, and mm-hmm. I've been watching yeah. all the games too. They've dude. actually like, said that awesome. they're they're seeing more people watch the uh, playoffs right now than it's been in the past, which is huge for Take hockey. Take note, ESPN. Thank you for showing. Oh, look, they've actually got a highlight. Right now. It's the Blues, but it's a highlight, and that's. Martin Jones. Number, speaking of speaking seven. of which, Martin Jones though, that's my one problem. Like I I know that we've already talked about him and he had some huge games in the Vegas series and he kind of uh, fixed the ship in the Avs game. But I just want to see one where he like shuts a team down to like one goal. Well, and, that's, or, and I that has it, to happen. It's gonna be this series, and no, it's gonna. That's that's. I was thinking about that. It, he has to ice them completely. And I think it has to be this series where if he can 
go in and ice them. Like this next game, if 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 game four, if he ices them and the Sharks go up three to one, that would change everything to the point where the, it will get in the Blues' head. Because that was the thing in overtime, uh, watching that, they changed the way that they played. The Blues changed the way they played. But what's crazy is the Sharks changed the way they've been playing. And they were so aggressive in that third period. And that's the problem is the Sharks have not been playing their game. They've been aggressive, been aggressive. They make their – and they'll score like that, and then they, like, back off. And they back off. And I'm like, why are you guys backing it's off? It's very like, reminiscent of 49ers on ice. <laughs> when the Niners would just lose these close games because they had no killer instinct. So that's exactly what I think about when you say they come out hot, get ahead, and then they get complacent. Do you think they're trying to – conserve energy too because they've played the most games so far and well, they and they should, are they older should, they should burn their asses right now and not have to go seven games well, because mm-hmm. right now the bruins unless freaking the canes can figure something out no, tomorrow not have a lot of time off not they're happen. gonna be sitting there now now that could be a good thing because what happened to the giants in 2014 giants were playing game sixes game sevens through the entire time the freaking detroit lions or detroit lions tigers detroit tigers, tigers. <laughs> At least I got the right they city. Got swept. They went in cold, fresh. and they were fresh, and they were ready to go, and they ended up getting swept, which everyone's like, no, 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 the Giants are going to lose, Giants are going to lose. So, I mean, hey, this may be a chance for that. Maybe it's the opposite way. Maybe hockey, they just need to stay hot and just play this every other game thing. I mean, well, I mean, we've touched on this every week since the Sharks were in that slump, just saying that hockey is so unpredictable. You could go from being the hottest thing in the sport, like the Sharks were, to being arguably the worst team in the playoffs going mm-hmm. in. And now, now look at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still they still got to win two more. It's not over yet. Um, honestly, it'd be Dude, that if they could change. take the next game and they ha- they get to come back to San Jose and have the opportunity to close it out. They got to do it that first game. game five, they got to do it. It's I don't it. it it would suck for them to have to come back tied 2-2 in a series because you know you're going to at least go 6. Well, but but at least they they took one from there. They did their job. They are right where they are supposed to be. It's 2-1 going into game four. If they had held serve at home, this is exactly where they would be. So it was big to get this win and to get this win tonight yeah. on a game that they were outplayed. That's a steal. Yeah. No, they, they should have lost tonight and – you know, and I'm not calling out the controversial call. There's plenty of other calls mm-hmm. that weren't made tonight that could have gone either way, and they didn't mm-hmm. go that way. I have to say I'm I'm really going to watch the you know the replay a little bit more, see if it does, because I don't think that puck changes. Mm-mm. And if it doesn't, then that tells me right there that he didn't hit it. That means that it just happened to bounce off somebody and then went that way. It yeah. don't matter. So, Speaking yeah, of they still won. Speaking of something that somebody or something that did hit it, how about that Kyrie shot? Oh, no, Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi shot, Kawhi. not Kyrie Kawhi. shot. Kawhi shot. He hit every Kawhi. part of that rim is what he hit. That was – Kawhi is nasty. Yeah. Like, dude, he reminds me of Kobe a little bit. He's got that killer instinct, dude. He's a killer. He's not he's as silent. much of a talker, He's though. a silent, he's silent. He's a silent assassin. He shows very little emotion. And then he went out and got there, then they lost he today. Said, <laughs> he even said, I don't have I – don't, I, don't, I don't show a lot of emotion. I act like I've already been there. And then oh, yeah. I think that's a lot of coming up through the Spurs organization as well, yeah. Because they were always there. Yeah. That, that this is like playoffs is all is all Kawhi knows, really, with the exception of last year because he refused to play. But I think this season in Toronto has to change the narrative on him a little bit, 
Because I was one of those guys saying, dude, you got cleared to play. Why didn't you play last year? But obviously his thing was like, I don't feel right, so I'm not going to play. Mm-hmm. Which now it's one of those things. I, I think if you're the Raptors, you got to try hard to, to make him stay. I mean, he you may. Let him go. He may after. I mean, if they get completely blown out in this series and they lose, then they get swept. He may just he may leave. But if it's close, then he may stay. And but and if they make it to the conference fi- final, I definitely think he's staying. But right what now, dude, free agency. Uh, they're the NBA, the NBA yeah, finals. Right now, free agency, dude, is going to be wild this year with all the things that just happened. Literally with with Kyrie getting knocked out early, with KD being injured. You know, for short, first, it just said Katie's out for game two, too. Yeah. So Katie's so not he's, coming you know, out for game thing. two. Here's, I was talking about this. We'll transition over to the, the Warriors and uh, Blazers here. But I was talking to somebody at work about this. If this game, if this series goes short, like I think it is, I think the Blazers are going to be lucky to steal a game from the Warriors. I don't see Durant playing if he doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. If it goes to six or seven, then I think he'll be on the court. But if. If the Warriors finish this in five or in four, there's no way he plays this series. He's going to come in healthy. I mean, even DeMarcus Cousins said over the last week that he they feels like him. he'll be good to go if they get to the finals or deeper in this playoff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've shown they don't need him. And people forget that this team won a championship without Kevin Durant. They almost won two without Kevin Durant. They had the best season in the history of the NBA without Kevin Durant. This team still has Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Andre Iguodala. They they're they're more than just KD. But they're also four years older. Andre Iguodala does not move up and down the floor like he used to. His hands are still quick. He's still good there. You know, Draymond he he's gotten a little bit cooler headed, but not that much. I mean, but <laughs> I say what he's regressed offensively. He's still yeah, awesome. That's what I said. Uh, re- you know, but you see him now. You, you now you see him pull up a three, and you're like. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you don't Before need. He, he, thought, shouldn't, okay. he shouldn't do that. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Livingston, who he's definitely. This is I, I think he's, he's done. done. I mean, these guys. Yeah, they're. You, I, I agree to that point. Is that they have the ability to sit guys now because of this? Because playing the Blazers compared to the Warriors is. A, uh, I mean, to the to the Rockets is a huge is a huge difference. And 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 let's be let's let's be honest really quick. That's not in the. Isn't like, that all we are ever? I mean, yeah, but we're saying how the Blazers would be lucky to get one. That's not saying they're not a good team. That's just saying that the Warriors are just so much better than even the rest in that conference. And they're going to need more from Damian Lillard if they're going to try to make this a series because he didn't have a great game no, last night. He no. didn't. He, 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 he scored, like, what, 14? It looks like he, Lillard 17. and McCollum had a little bit of a hangover from a mm-hmm. game seven. Which is again, acceptable. You know? and, but you can't do that when you're playing the Warriors. you got to come out hot. you got to come out with you know a chip on your shoulder. And they look kind of complacent going into Oakland. Like I thought Damian Lillard was going to be like, I'm the prodigal son of Oakland. Like This is my place. He, he always to. plays he well. Tried. And he didn't play well. I mean, he, he was so streaky. McCollum played horrible. So when your two best players don't play well, they're, what are you going to do? You know, not saying that the Warriors didn't play amazing, but you got to be near perfect well, what, to Curry beat the Warriors. What, 37. Nine threes. Thompson had 26. 26. When those guys are going, they're almost impossible to beat. <laughs> well, okay, so so two things. And I, I since we missed a show, I kind of wanted to talk about this. We kind of missed this topic. But the first thing... Uh, if the Warriors win and Durant doesn't come back, doesn't that hurt KD? Don't you think? 
Don't you think? Like yeah. Boogie's trying to come back because he's like, hey man, I have to be shown as like I'm not injury prone. I need to come back. I need to get this championship to show people what I got. KD, I think, kind of has to do the same thing because it's like, hey, everybody knows what I am and stuff. But like, if the Warriors win this without I, me, does that does that hurt him? No, he's gonna so. be. He's. Gonna I mean, be he's still warranted. the best player. He's I, the best I still player. feel yeah. he's the best player on the planet. And he's still gonna. And because the calf strain is only a calf strain and it's not a torn Achilles, he's still someone's gonna. You know, people are gonna still want him. And I think in his mind, he knows where he wants to go and he has his choices. And I believe that he's like, whether I sit this one out or not. I'm still going to figure it out in free agency. But I think KD ultimately wants to leave the Warriors, if he does leave, with a win. Mm-hmm. He wants to win that championship, to leave on good graces. It's kind of hard to leave a place with unfinished business when you're that close and you have that great of a team. But like I was telling you guys, it's going to be all about who gets the max deal, who gets offered it first. you know. And, if, and I feel like as much as they say they get along, there's going to be some hurt feelings if one person gets offered that max deal before the other person does. Well, mm-hmm. I, this is something else I've said. I think... I think the Warriors need to know what KD's thoughts are as soon as possible. Because I think if you're choosing between KD or Clay Thompson, you're going to try to lock up KD. But I, I think it's one of those things, like, if you're not coming back, let us know so we can move on and per- get, get this money ready to offer yeah. Clay. And, and he might Give do that. If it comes yeah. out that they're going to offer all this money to KD, Clay's gone. Yeah. yeah. I think simple as that. Because even if, even if they do... Offer the deal and he goes somewhere else. Come on, I, 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 no, he's, he's not going to go somewhere else. No, go somewhere no. else. But go. So, so then the other question that I wanted to talk about is, what do the Rockets do? They yeah, blew that. They blew that game. They had them right where they wanted. Work. They don't have the money to pay anybody else. They're stuck with this team for a couple more years. They're gonna have to ride it out. They're gonna have to make some trades. They're gonna have to cut some players to make some salary cap. Space, but they don't have the money. They over oh, over thirty four million dollars over the cap in their with their team. It, it, they don't have it. They're, I've said they're, this they, I've said they should, we said it. They're, their window so their window went like this in that amount of time. And you got to think. Might have shut this year, and you got to think real. that in their mindset, we can't beat the fucking Warriors. Well, they they were they they that said that they are. That was their whole thing. They they said that they were completely consumed by the Warriors. They were completely consumed by the Warriors. And um, huh? <laughs> and uh, and they had them right where they wanted. They had them right where they wanted them. You got no KD. You got no KD. And you shut down Steph for the first half. Yeah. If you were to tell me that Steph Curry mm-hmm. scored zero points in the first half of a game oh, yeah. and asked who's winning that game, I would have said Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then by a blowout. Like, yeah, yeah, that should have been a blowout. They couldn't. They couldn't get. They they could do nothing. And. That's one thing, like iso ball. Mike D'Antoni's system doesn't win championships. You're going to be in the playoffs and contending every year. You're going to get all these scoring records, three-point records. That's great. You're going to get your superstar to the line freaking 24 times a game. But you're not going to win the championship. It didn't work. It's not working in Houston. It didn't work in L.A. It didn't work in I Phoenix. I forgot he was at in Phoenix. LA. It didn't work in Phoenix. It's that whole, His whole offensive mentality is shoot threes, draw fouls. But when that's not working, when you're going against guys that teams that can shoot threes and play better defense and everything, <clears throat> you it's it, it doesn't work. I'm kind of disappointed with the Rockets because there was a point watching those games where they did a lot of drive and dish because uh, Capella was a beast inside, and if they would have used him more the way they should have, they would have played. They would have been that's a lot how better. Ice ball works. I know, but I'm just saying when they were they there were 
when they made their runs, when they started making their runs, it wasn't the three-point shot. It was Chris Paul getting the lane, dishing off, and getting points in the paint, and they started making their comebacks. They stopped that when they started trying to match threes with the, the Warriors, and that's what killed them because they stopped going with what they thought was work, wasn't, gonna, wasn't working. Speaking of threes. Working. All right, so we're going to go back to that. It, so with the threes, okay, so um, one of our viewers, uh, John, thanks so much, uh, Flan mm-hmm. Man, for uh, putting stuff down, dude. Um, but he says, uh, Warriors shot 56% from the three-point land. Uh, game one, they will not be able to maintain that. I say 4-2 Warriors, Blazers will make adjustments. So I, the reason why I had to stop and just be like, hold on a second, this is the Warriors we're talking about, and and they always are around that 50%. Not 50, no. From there? Not from three-point I'd say around like, they're probably around like the 30% thing, but like they're that the guy, greatest shooting – they're the greatest shooting – backcourt in history. I don't Maybe think you could not this season, but I mean, in NBA history. I, find I, it for you right now. I would say though that you can't bank on them both being cold on one night. No. I well, no, because when Curry's hot, Clay's cold and it, and then all of a sudden you notice well when actually when they're both per- on perfect game though, as you look at it, Curry didn't score for the first half of the Houston game, and then he freaking scored 33 points, or what was it? Yeah, 30, yes. 33 points in the second half. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he got hot all of a sudden. And Who was scoring in the first half? Clay. Exactly. Two games? What, two games are they going to win? They just lost at yeah, Oracle. They're going to sweep them? They're going to sweep them up in Portland? No I, way. I, I could see maybe, like Sean said, one, but I, I don't see this going six. Mm-hmm. I... I which, I mean, I like Portland. Like I, I like Lillard. I, I, I like uh, McCollum. And maybe I'm thinking averages in like their shooting averages, like in the fifties, because I feel like every game I've watched, they're always in. Uh, they're averaging. You'll go percentage. Forty to fifty. Forty-nine percent for regular season. Forty-nine right. percent so, for the regular so that's season. What I'm saying, but that's different from three. So I correct Flan. You might be. You were actually right on that, but still, I'm just. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're when they, when those guys are on, dude. Those guys are on, and right now with the moving of the ball, and it's not just going to Kevin Durant, and and it's just things. Well, they move the ball a lot I more mean, when they're Durant's on the game. They, I mean, they do five more passes or something. Oh yeah, like Charles Barkley talks about that. Like when the Warriors were coming up, Charles Barkley was like, "You can't win a championship like this." That, that, that was a horrible impersonation. I don't know why I'm saying that, but like he's like, "You can't win a championship. You can't you can't win a championship like this." When those guys go cold, they're not going to win. And they time and time again proved that they could make those. And, like, the one time against when the Cavs came back, they did go a little cold. And he's like, see, I told you. But that was the outlier. Like, I'm not going to bet against the no. Splash Brothers. All you, right. So, three-point percentage. The, the San Antonio like had a, actually had 38.9% from three-point range. The Clippers were 386 and the Warriors were 38.5%. 38. 38.5. Okay. For a season. All right. So, yes, they did shoot way over their... Season average, but last still. three games, forty-two point six percent. Oh, see, okay. forty-two. Moving up, coming so. on up. All right, so we we do got other basketball going on. Sorry, even though this is obviously big, we are west coasted. We are eighty minutes away from Oracle. <laughs> um, but game one of the Eastern Conference Finals was tonight. What what? And it looked like <clears throat> Toronto had that Dude. game in hand, and then then uh, Mr. Lopez. Went off, and Mr. Lopez, and, you messed and, up. Lakers should have kept won him. that game. <laughs> they needed they won that three. game for the Bucks. That's why I said I think conventional wisdom tells us that the Bucks are the best team. Oh yeah, 
They can shoot threes. They have they got guys that can shoot threes in that starting lineup from one through five. They're they're a well-rounded team. They play defense. They're long. I mean, yeah, the Raptors can make their run. They play well, but I mean, you got to have the all-around team. And I just feel like the Bucks just have their number this year, and it's. And I think Bucks that's gonna have be a, a better matchup against the Warriors in the, in the finals. So, but uh, when it comes to the finals, is that young Bucks team gonna be able to live up to the moment, or the the veterans? We're we're saying the Warriors get there. Are they gonna have one last ride out? Like, are the is the moment gonna be too big for the Bucks if they get there? Only what do you think? time will tell. It depends it, on the score of the game. It depends on what's happening. Because honestly, if the Bucks go down early and it's in there feel like they're non-stop going uphill 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 even with their shooting just like we're pointing out if you can't shoot and you can't hit every shot things are going to change and so i i I would say that you know it's going to be a it's going to be a deadly matchup because they are a hungry team and And this is assuming the bucks get there you know um well, yeah, watching tonight's game, mm-hmm. I actually thought that... I think that, I think the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be a, a great series. Uh, I think that's going to go seven games. <clears throat> but Which is good, because you know what? In the last, what, three years, Eastern Conference Finals has been nothing because the Cavs have just walked right through it all. Yeah. And then LeBron slept through it, pretty much. Yeah, and before we move on from <laughs> basketball, it's, can we talk about how good the NBA is and how good their playoffs are without LeBron in them? And, that's not, and I'm not saying that basketball is better without LeBron. But when you're being able to see two other teams being showcased, it's refreshing. It really is. I mean, you got the small market bucks against a team from Canada. Oh, the only Canadian team in the playoffs, by the way, and that's big because there's hockey playoffs going on right now. But it's it's I don't know. It's been it's been good playoffs. It's 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 nice to see something else, and I think. Look like it. I'm yeah, sorry. We're, we're still I'm watching. Sorry. We still have a. We still got a TV on. And they're doing sharks highlights. Yeah, so. I agree. He swung at it like he swung at it and it like flew across the thing. And I was like, oh, he, See, hit it. Yeah, no, he missed yeah. it. Yeah, I went over. Straight down. His hand missed it completely. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Sorry. I agree. I agree with sorry. you. It's refreshing to see really good matchups in the playoffs to see different people enjoy for one year because LeBron and the Lakers will be there next year. Yeah, just like the Kings <laughs> and De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley will be there next year too. Can't wait. Can't wait. What else have we got on our docket over here? I can't see. Um, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Talk about basketball. Before I go into something I've been dying to talk about for the last couple weeks, the Giants called up their top pitching prospect, Sean Anderson, today. Uh, and I guess when you say top pitching prospect, that shows how. Hold on. Before you get in there, let's, let's just, because this was actually pretty funny. Um, uh, Flan again uh, commented. He said uh, Drake was wearing the 76ers shorts he in was. Game Seven. The curse, the curse lives on. So straight up, is is that true? Is Drake the Drake, curse? Is Drake a curse? Well, they, that's his, that's the joke that mm-hmm. he he supports a team and they lose. <laughs> that's the joke. That's the yep. joke. So I mean, hey, yeah, hey, I just want to say, and I know that I I. I like how the Sixers. Well, let you get fired up. I'm trying to ramp you yes, up right I'm now, trying, dude. I that's this hopefully too. I, 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 I liked how the Sixers played. I thought y'all were like, "Oh, the Sixers are crap. We don't want to see the Sixers." And Mike's over I there putting some down, all that stuff. I liked we how got, they played, and they and easily could have beat those Sixers guys. Now. They easily could have beat them. I just them. said they're not going to beat the Raptors. No, I thought it was a four-dollar. <clears throat> but I will tell you this. Took him to seven. Enjoy that, too, because once Jimmy Butler leaves next year and J.J. Reddick signs a contract somewhere else, those Sixers won't be the same. So where's Jimmy Butler going to go, you think, though? 
Brooklyn Nets. He's going to the Nets? He's going to be sidekick. He's going to be D-Lo. He's going to be D-Lo sidekick. I thought they were taking him to uh, Sacramento. <laughs> no, dude. D-Lo sidekick, dude. That, then that, could, that could turn that team. So yeah, the, like I said, time. I said earlier, the Nets are the team that's in a better position to win in New York right now. Taking it. In Brooklyn. Taking it. And the, the Knicks. And the Did Lakers you? can't sign a big free agent, so they'll take J.J. Redick as a shooter. Did you guys know... <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that, that Jay-Z got his name from the two different trains out there? The J's, the J train and the Z train? Because mm. he lived right in that area. Dropping knowledge. Just, just. That's awesome. I didn't know I didn't that. Did you know that the pitching prospect yeah, yeah. didn't do too bad today, actually? Five yeah. innings, five strikes. Yeah, Sean Anderson. Uh, he had a bunch of wild ass pitches, though. Wasn't there <laughs> another giant called Sean? Uh, what was his name? Sean. Oh, Estes. no, Sean Estes. Estes. Well, I mean, this Sean doesn't spell his name right. It spells S H A W N. But I'm not going to hold that against you. You got long hair. You kind of fit in, I guess, with the Giants. Long hair, don't care. Um, no, I mean, he, he, went, he went five. He went five. He gave up two. I think it was two hits, two earned what runs. What did Barry Melrose say? Sorry. Um, I don't care what Barry yeah, Melrose, Melrose Barry says. Mel- Freaking missed that. He missed it. Gary Bellrose. <laughs> All right. Sorry, dude. Go. Sean Anderson actually did hit a double for his first career. Yeah. Or hit, which was pretty funny because the guys were like, it hit out in a triples alley, and Kruko goes, or Kuiper goes, it's called triples alley, kid. And he's just trotting into second. But anyway, that's, I guess, one good thing. And they stole the about. game today. They didn't steal. Well, the Crawford game. hit another. Crawford hit, hit another a, six, a uh, nine inning win. Hey, look, he hit a home run. Second. Can we talk about the future, which is Vlad Guerrero Jr.? Oh shit! That oh, yeah. game. That... Oh, oh, we're gonna transition into me oh, okay. fired up right now. Okay. Because that's how it starts. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. the Giants are a shit show. I'm gonna be real. I've been a Giants fan since I was five years old, and I don't know what the hell they're doing. They had an opener. They sent out Nick Vincent. To go pitch the first inning of the game. Let isn't him, that, the, let him isn't go. that the, let switch him go. Hit, the switch pitcher? No, or? that I can't. No, that's no. Ben Deddy or whatever yeah, the hell his name is. But come on, come on, come on! I muted my mic. They sent out a reliever to be the opener in this game. He gives up three runs in the first. Good job, good job. That really works. Great job. And I don't know who's pulling these strings. If that was Bochi. Yeah, this is just as I'm throwing my hands up. I'm retiring. I don't give a shit. Let's try something new. But was it really? And then Giants, surprise, surprise, the team that gives up the most runs in the first inning this season of any team in baseball is down 3 nothing after one where their starter comes in and BD doesn't even get into the fifth. You're telling me he goes out there. It, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. BD's I don't know. Bad. I don't know what this team's doing. I really don't. And then over the weekend, yeah, Derek Holland straight up called them out, called that front office out, saying they had me fake an injury. I don't know what's going on. If they, I'll go to the bullpen if that's what they want. I just want to help this team out. But he's like, if I don't know, he said, I don't know if it's Bochi or the front office. I, I don't know what they're doing. And I've tried, I've tried so hard to give them the benefit of the doubt because so it's hard. like you look at what. Farhan did in Oakland. He he got some pretty solid pieces there. They're a decent team. You, let's be honest. He didn't do nothing in Oakland. That was freaking all whatever his name is. I can't think right now. Billy Bean. Billy is your Bean. mic muted? So? No, I just turned okay. it on right now. Just making sure. I turned it on. I, I know. Just making sure. I didn't see your finger flip up. 
Or and then look what happened with the Dodgers. They're the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. They have a great farm system. That one he actually did something. So great. it's one of those things like I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but you you go into an offseason where you are all in on Bryce Harper, willing to give him over three hundred and thirty million dollars. That falls through and you do nothing. You do nothing after that to get better. You have guys out there. Our rotation kind of sucks. How about, how about Guerrero hitting home runs? Since, Vlad you know, Guerrero? Since, yeah, since everybody yeah, he finally is getting, he's getting pitched at. Since everybody says, you know, no one can hit home runs in AT&T Park. No, the Giants can't hit home runs at AT&T Park. Those were long home runs. Yeah, yeah one of them was like hey, what, 470. Hey, Armas Garcia hit a 407-yard bomb today. Yeah, I mean, Just saying, that's, that's cool. About it. So it squeaked over the fence? Blind squirrels <laughs> can find nuts, man. But it's one of those things, I just don't understand it. You look at them, look at the Giants when they're playing in hitters' ballparks. They crushed up in Cincinnati. They crushed in Coors. Everybody playing, crushes in Coors. Exactly. It must be nice to play in a freaking little minor league ballpark. No, not even hey, minor league. They raised their fence. Coors? Yeah. Yeah, but the ball still goes to the back of the wall out there in that freaking thin air. It's... I. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going to be a stud. People are saying, oh, he's not hitting that well. Yeah, because he hasn't been getting pitched to. What kind of player ever has gotten that kind of respect at such a young age? He's the youngest person to hit a home run. How old is he, 19? His name is his dad. He's 19 or 20. 19. 19, 19, 19 years 19. old. 19 is a baby, dude. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a chunky baby. That's for damn no, sure. He, that's a big baby. Yeah, well. So that Prince baby don't look, look he like did. me. Yeah, Prince Fielder yeah, was like, I mean, Prince Fielder was... <laughs> Large and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad Guerrero Jr. Daddy. is like solid. Yeah. Large. He's, he's, <laughs> and he plays third base. He plays third base. Yeah. Hey, Pablo uh, plays third. And he's arguably the best player on the Giants. He's your, team best, right he, now. He's your best pitcher. He's our best player. <laughs> all, like, around, all around, dude. Our, <laughs> all around. <laughs> he is a five star stud yeah. at this point. Let's be real. He's, he's playing. Sign the, the man. Give him a contract, Zini. He's not even a starter. He's a bench player at this point. It's, Six man of the year? Oh, no, that's know, the wrong sport. <laughs> oh, God. But it's, it's frustrating. And I might sound like a whiny baby because the Giants have had this run of success the last decade. I mean, we forget they were in the playoffs three years ago. Well, that's the question I was going to say. Is but I think we just I, we expect more. And Should we, though? Yes. Should we continue to expect more? Uh, should we continue? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no... Come July, before this trade deadline, said. this trade deadline is going to turn alter his, the face of this organization. Yeah, it's going to turn this time. team upside down. Uh, Bumgarner's going to be gone. And he may not come back. Well, he even he said, may not come back. As much as they'd be like, hey, let's you know do something friendly and come back, he's not going to come back. He might not come back to this organization. If, 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 if Zaidi's still running the show the way he's running it, he'll be like, F you, I'm out. So we, coming back. So what was that list that we we posted that right? Was those the list that he doesn't want to go no, to? Because those were no, all his team. Well, that's the thing. That's I was reading it, and they said he purposely put the teams that are contending on the no trade teams in order to gain more leverage. Because clearly the teams that are on his trade list aren't going to be in on them because these teams aren't con- contending. So they're not going to be the ones that are going to potentially give a lot of stuff for a rental which these playoff contending teams will. So from his mind and his agent's mind, by saying, oh, I don't want to go to all the, the contenders. Phillies, yeah. That's going to say, oh, shit, well, let's still try to get them. And if they do get them, they're going to have to give up a pretty decent haul for him, and he's going to be a rental. It's not like that's – he's not going to go to freaking Miami mm-hmm. for no. anything. Mm-hmm. Nope. But will he mm-hmm. go to The Dodgers. 
Atlanta. Fuck the Dodgers. He's gonna go be with Bryce Harper. You know what though? <laughs> you know what though? Honestly, I you know I was kind of coming to grips with this the other day. Is you know it's time to it's time to shuffle people up and honestly, blow it up. If he if he goes if he went to the Dodgers and no. he ended up making it so they win. I'd actually be stoked for him. No, nope. well, no, no. Nope. So here's the thing. Never. No, hold on. Hear me Whoa. out. Never. Hear me out. Hear me Whoa. out. Not the fact that he helped the Dodgers win, but the fact that he goes in and does that because I would straight up be able to clown every single Dodger fan because I'd be able to say, "Your Kershaw couldn't do shit, but our Bumgarner <laughs> okay. okay. could handle Maybe. business." Yeah, Maybe. but at the end of the day, then he then they'd be like, "I don't care because we have a World Series ring." Well, he's arguably the best World Series pitcher but, of all time. And that's my point. For him, I want him to be successful. Don't, don't put those thoughts in my head. No, Please. Don't. I'm just starting to get cooled down again. Have some that. more beer and you'll get all oh, I'm, we'll get them all we in got there. That coming up Wait, next. what? We'll get them all in we there. do got that coming up next. But Bumgarner's gone. I think I, I think you could see him ending up in Atlanta. I could see Brandon Belt being gone. Good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can see Belt be gone, dude. He's been putting so many people at first base right now, letting guys play. I feel like we were at the Minnesota Nuts, and I used to be always say when they came up, I hate Belt. I hate Belt. Well, I three years ago when he was on the verge of hitting twenty plus home runs before he got hit in the head, I said I I might not have been to you guys, but I said this is before the Astros got good. The Astros could use a first baseman. He would have. Great, it made. Yeah, and with what that organization had in their minor league system at that time, imagine the haul the Giants could have gotten. It could have altered the franchise. But anyways, I'm just sitting here. Look at Hunter Pence. He raking over in freaking in Texas yeah, because That's he's not fun. playing in San Francisco 81 freaking times a year in a ballpark, and he's coming off the bench. So let's mm-hmm. be honest. Still, he has more home runs already this year than he had all of last year. And seven, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he changed his swing and his more craziness. home runs, more RBIs than he did. He's home. He's happy. Year. He's home. But yeah. Move the fences in. If anybody's listening to me, move the fences in. At least four Because it's not going to get any better. Five. Take it for a guy that works for the River Cats. There's not an abundance of great talent down there right now. There's <laughs> oh. <laughs> a great talent. Oh, the, best player, the best players that were there to start the season are in San Francisco now, and that's Aramis Ramirez or Aramis Garcia mm-hmm. and Mac Williamson. Williamson. Bring up Joey Bart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, take your time with Joey Bart. Let's let's get through this year. Posey moves to first. Let's bring up move Bart. Posey at some point next year to first base, and then Joey Bart. You think Mac Williamson stays? If he stays healthy, I I, I he's been cold though. So is everybody else on that team. Yeah, so, true I mean, that. If you're gonna use that to say he shouldn't be playing, they should just not show up and play. <laughs> so well, they're anyway. not up anyways. Yeah. Hey, how are the Mays doing? Uh, we're only like two games better than you. So <laughs> my my those bets that I made. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I picked the Mariners. Right just now. saying. <laughs> hey, I do want to say. I want to say though, like they they came home and they did a, go- a lot of great things. That that road trip really screwed them up. They couldn't beat the Blue Jays. Uh, and I I do want if we want to talk about like mid season or kind of halfway season. Look at the Cubs. I, you guys all oh, said damn, like the Cubs, Cubs ain't doing. 20, I say hey, watch out, out for the Cubs. Of, and the, the Cubs are for real. Fire right now. Houston's so. in the middle of an eight game win streak. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers. Cubs and Astros, let's go. Yeah. Well, actually, I'd really like to be Brewers. Cubs and really Oh like yeah, Yelich. Let's go Yelich. I, I like Yelich. Anybody let's give Yelich. Like let's Yelich. go small market. Let's go Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers, like the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Brewers. And what's the other and small market? 
We can't say Houston's a small market. Oakland A's. <laughs> you are That's tripping. Not a small market. Seattle. You know why I'm tripping? You know why I'm tripping? Tripping? I'm tripping. Because <laughs> my palate needs a little something and my cup Speaking of is a little palates. empty. All right, let's go. All right. It is now that time in our show that you all love. Which actually, Tara brought my we wife. Tara we brought a great idea. If we should have done it, she said we should have done a review, not like re-drank them. We could have of all the last ten beers we did and ranked them. Ooh, a beer ranking of the last ten. That would have been a good one. Well, now we're at like twelve. Way. We could do a double by looking at our past reviews. Yeah, yeah we could. But we could just rank yeah, them. Yeah, but I think we should. I think all we all know which one we hated <laughs> the most. At the end of, the, at the end of our first year, we'll get all fifty-two beers <laughs> and just go down the line. We'll have the the, the, the the tournament that we'll go through and have a tournament of beers. Weren't we supposed to do something to have a power hour? I thought we talked about that. Oh, well, that was probably for that was going to be last but Tuesday when we were going to do. That's got to be uh-huh. when he's done with school, and when we could spend time jumping around on these trampolines out here. <laughs> because if we do a power hour, none of us are going home right after the show. We'd be sleeping bags. <laughs> We'd be chilling in here. Watch TV, play some video games. Oh. Too small. Bring all the TVs in. We hook up all our consoles and get down on some land party. So the, what? Yeah. Many of you that don't know, we're in a new room. I think we talked. Did we talk about that? Like but it has a TV in here, so we're yeah. we're so watching TV talking, occasionally. We're Stop talking. We're looking. Yeah, those we're are, looking those at of you guys that have been watching the live feed, and you just see Kyle like this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's I, we have TV with I was watching Sharks highlights right there, and I was watching the Rockies run into each other in uh, and third base. I did throw a middle finger up, and that wasn't at you guys. I loved you guys. The Dodgers were on the TV. Yeah. So uh, speaking I, of which, if you guys like the new, <laughs> wait, all the Warriors, if you like the new setup, if you guys like the new setup, I think you know. Well, maybe we'll move over here and stay in this. In this I'll bad just boy turn the AC on. It's a little hot. Up yeah, there. could you? Because I'm a little hot. I turned it on. It might yeah, be luckily that's because he's sitting next to me. It's getting uh, hot in here. Just because that was the first thing we ever said. Okay, that out, time of the show that we all love. It is time for the what, random what is this brew review. <laughs> what the and it's my turn. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So Beetlejuice. I've had this brand before, but not this beer. Okay, so this is a beer made by Modern Time. It's by Modern Times Beer, and it's out of Escondido, California. So, Escondido. So- I think so- every beer besides the Icelandic one has been California. Maybe. I yeah. think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Freaking homers. So this is called the Modern Times Telesto Indian Pale <laughs> Ale. Another pale ale. Yep. Here we go. Okay, no, so, but it's not an IPA. It's just yeah. a pale ale. So let me it's read the, the description. The description says. Description. I like these new caps. I'm telling you, those are what they have at airports. Is there none? So Do you, I need to look it up? Yeah, because I read it, but it was on the thing at Bevmo, and now it's not uh, on this thing. Okay, so it's uh, what? Uh, it's called Modern Times. Modern Times. Modern Times Pass them around. It says employee owned. Oh, wow. No, but what's the name of it? It is called hey, Telesto like India Pale Employee owned. Telesto. Like the Packers. Beer Advocate Telesto. Let's see. I like when we get the tall cans or the tall ish cans, the medium cans. T E L E S T O. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got it. I know you're. Got cool are you little... at least twenty one to look at this website? Yes. Yes. Look at this cool at, little. Man? I'm at <laughs> their <laughs> website. Yeah, yeah it's like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Okay, here you go. Here we go. Read it. Here you go. No, 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 no. Read it. Cheers, dude. So this is a seven point zero alcohol. Dude, we had an eight point. Eight point five. Five. We didn't have the whole thing. You had only like sips. Yeah, I've been drinking this whole thing over here. Okay, so this IPA is loaded with Simcoe and Amarillo hops, as well as a bit of rye, which should make for a boatload of citrusy, fruity awesomeness from the aroma to satisfying finish. Plus, this can be extremely fun to stare at. Yeah, it is. 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 Could you imagine looking at this high? Hey. (laughs) 
I I wouldn't know anything. For those of you that live in Colorado, you could eat all the shrooms you want because they decriminalize it. Did they do that? Yeah. I thought I was just gonna say I thought they were gonna do that. Funky mushrooms in Colorado. Hey, so that is This beer is vegan. You realize vegan? Yeah. Vegan. Oh. For my buddy Brandon who's staying with us this week, vegan. I should have picked him up. Sorry, bro. All right, let's oh, did you, pop this up. dude? Did you just freaking smell the beer? We are tur- we've turned into up. such beer snobs. We totally hey, are. I'm a coffee master at my work, so I know all you about. You don't even like coffee, but I'm a coffee it's master. It's kind of got, got a black apron full on one of the it's best. It's got a of the yellow. Best. It's got a yellow. Tint oh, black aprons are the best of the best. Coffee masters. Yeah, oh, what's they that? know that. We, tell that us that more. Tell us some more. Let's go masturbator. What? Master didn't look the best. Can we get to Cheers! Cheers! I like that. What what is that? I've that, always I've liked modern times. IPA? That's sexy, dude. I that's like that. Sexy. A okay. beer that's sexy. Compared to the IPA we had earlier, this is sexy. Yeah, this is better than this beer. Sorry guys. Wow. This is better than this beer. Wow. That's an IPA? That is... Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I'm, it... We're speechless. We're speechless. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I've had Modern Times from San Diego before, and all their beers are super, super good. Super, super good. I dig it. This is going to be... See? Again, coming I, for me, I like it. Is it like citrusy? <laughs> it does. Is, yeah. is that citrusy? Wow. Dude, it almost and tastes like... And like grapefruity taste to it. It almost too. tastes like a mixture of maybe like a blue moon mixed with an IPA. Is this going to be the first one that we... Have? Because yeah. It, ha- it kind of has that... No, we like, all like the Mississippi mud we one. Love we love that one. But this one. we like... But this is IPA style. Yeah, but I only gave it a three and a half for the Mississippi mud. Oh, you did? Yeah, but everybody else gave it four. Fours. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like, this going to be all, all is this four? Is going to be all four? We will have to see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because you get a slight bitiness of the IPA. Dude, we are so... Are you... We are... Just drink the fucking beer. But it, <laughs> it does have, like... Language, but seriously. That's the first time you've you cussed guys, on the show. You guys. It's the first time he's done it. Might be the first time he's dropped an F-bomb. You guys. My... I'm sorry. My mom just straight up said, Oh, God. Someone drive Kyle home. He is toasted. <laughs> mom, I'm not toasted, but thank you for pointing it out that I'm a little tipsy. Not toasted. Everybody though. in the club getting tipsy. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Anyways. Oh, thanks, I, Mom. Yeah. Appreciate it. This is, this is, I, I do want to say that, like, when we came up with this idea, I didn't think that we would, I didn't really, like, figure out how many beers we'd be tasting, and Sean's talked about this, too, I I think we kind of are becoming a little bit of beer snobbies, because we have tasted so many different types of beer. It's like, I actively go out. Ting drinking is very bad. <laughs> Yo, I got a fake ID, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I used when we first started this. I was going off. I'm gonna get a cool can. Mm-hmm. Now I go through Bevmo and I'm like, okay, we've had IPAs, we've had Pilsners. Don't forget the Arctic Pale Ale. Yes. We have not had enough Pilsners, by the way. We haven't. Yeah, we, need, we need some. We have any loggers either? We have like a lot a of loggers. We haven't. You no, know, we've had. Some. We should. I. I but almost bought. Have a lot of loggers. I almost I got a. Like, I almost got ciders too. Ooh. Ooh. Which which would technically still be. Yeah. I saw a strawberry beer. Ciders? Bad, but 
I was I, like, I, eh. I mean, yeah, we I should want to be we fruity. Should, we should try and advance. <laughs> I, I brought like not that I drink ciders. Right. I'm just, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. The, the, the purpose of this, dude. Edwin <laughs> Jackson <laughs> always puts work in on Edwin the Giants. Jackson's period. For his 14th but, team. but anyways, but to your <laughs> point, is the ciders? It's it's and a beer. There it is. The point of this Game. beer review is to try different Over. beers. Right. And so I'm down with trying a cider. Hey, and if you want to get a cider, get a damn cider. No, I'm just. Well, I'm okay. Now I sound whatever. But like. Excuse me. I you guys knew me. Hot like dog. I'd be like IPAs suck. IPAs suck. And now there's been like a bunch of IPAs now where I'm like, Hey, well, I'm really I proud of you because growth. Because I'm growing uh, up. You are you because in, in Tahoe you were Coors Light to the brim. Or eight oh five. Or eight oh five. But now I've seen you drink a lot of different things and I was like, This brew review is bad for Ken because he's not gonna like <laughs> half this shit. No, uh, this is good. Yeah, he's and I had air bubble my throat sound like a little palate. Yeah, like, 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 far off your bike too. <laughs> but hey, Good show, fellas. Yeah, it we like the unscripted wasn't bad tonight. No, That's we good. Went, we went a little bit long. Oh, I got to mention this, though. Uh, not too long. PGA no. Championship mm-hmm. this weekend. Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Wait, somebody somebody died in his restaurant. Did yes, which that? he covered it up. And he's, he's covered. I also his girlfriend did. He didn't, he didn't cover up his restaurant. The restaurant covered it up. I also want to say you guys all laughed at you, me. You guys. <laughs> Hot. You go. Hot <laughs> See what I, I got to put up with? See what I got to put up? We took two sips and we're you all guys, drunk. You guys. <laughs> you guys all laughed at me and made fun of me when I said, hey, the Kentucky Derby's this weekend. You're like, who cares about horse racing? And you know what? It was the craziest Kentucky Derby ever. And this weekend is Preakness, which is the second leg of that Triple Crown. Yeah, and neither of those horses are yeah, racing, so it's going to be all brand new open and stuff. But it's we freak. just saw the craziest Kentucky Puig. Derby ever. Maybe there'll be something else. Yeah, and once again, they're putting their thumbs down on me. Because of Puig. It's oh. Of yeah, oh, it's a TV. When I went to that A's game last week and they were playing the Reds, I booed the holy hell out of you. And there's only about 3,200 people there, so I know he heard me. All right, so we did get some uh, fan reaction saying that we should stay with the 8 o'clock time, time, time slot. Okay. You know what I think? 9 o'clock. At least through the summer months, I think that's something possible. pretty good to what we're going to do because Ken doesn't have baseball. Yeah. Mike doesn't have cheer, but once it gets into that time, we do have to adjust, maybe come on different days for once the schedules do get back like that. But I do agree. 8 p.m. start time, we did have more constant viewers today. Which is awesome. Which we appreciate. And I can go home and play some bok bok tonight. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm gonna work till 11 tomorrow. I've been sucking though. I haven't played. I haven't got. I haven't got a solo win in a minute. I almost got a solo win on the toilet the other day. (laughs) And with that, (laughs) we'll see. If you want to hear this, make sure you stay on our after the show broadcast. But from the recorded side. I'm going to end it there because nobody needs to hear that. TMI, TMI. Uh, but even though everybody else is going to hear it anyways. So, I can't uh, relive I just want that. to thank everybody, those of you guys that watch live for tuning in, those of you that are listening right now via Anchor or any other major podcast platform that we're available on. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen. Make sure that you spread our... Share. Go ahead and share this share week, it. guys. Share with one or two. Just share it, share it so that it continues to spread the word and all that stuff. We appreciate so, you. We appreciate it. That. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Anybody else want anything to add? We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Sports Sportsman. See you next we time. We out. We out.